Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. Well, I'm glad you're here today because today we're going to start our December series. And uh, how many love Christmas? Regardless of COVID-19 or the quarantine, how many love Christmas, right? That's, I think that's most of you. I see a few Grinches in here, but uh, most of you love Christmas. Um, my personal favorite holiday is Thanksgiving, but um, second is Christmas. Christmas is a time of giving. And this year, as, you, as we all know, it's, it's different, just like everything else. Um, our, in the past years, seemingly forever, since I've been around, my family has always gotten together every Christmas Eve. We've done a, a family tradition in the past years. It was, uh, we would gather at my grandparents' house. They lived in St. Helena, and for years we would gather there. I'm talking about uncles, aunts, in-laws, outlaws, cousins, nephews, nieces, everybody was there, and all the good food that would go along with an event like that. Maybe that um, sounds familiar to you. Maybe you did something like that. In the last, I don't know, 20 years or so, maybe closer to 30, no, it's 20 years, we've been just doing it at my mom's house. So it's been me, my brother Ruben, my sister Irene, my sister Yolanda and their families, all the cousins, the nephews, nieces, we get together, but this year we're not doing that. And, uh, and for many of us, we would think that, wow, man, that's such a sad event, but it's not. I want to remind you today that there's still a reason to be joyful, amen? There's still a reason to be joyful. There's still some good news that has been shared, that has been shared for each of us. So this year, we're going to do it a little bit differently. Instead, my family of four will be celebrating Christmas at home. And so I've titled this series, Home Alone, But Joyful. Everybody say that with me. Home Alone, But Joyful. How many have the joy of the Lord in their soul today? Because that's what I want to have you capture today is, is capture that joy of the Lord. Even in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of your circumstances, you and I can still have joy. Do you know that that joy that we experience comes from God? It comes from God Himself. He brings and deposits joy into your, into your spiritual account. Just like when your automatic paycheck goes directly into your bank account, God will deposit joy right into your spiritual account. Amen? Joy comes from the Lord. Now, that's, there's a difference. Let me distinguish the difference between happiness and joy. Happiness can just be you being happy from an event that, that made you happy today. Like, uh, for example, if you were leaving here and were going home and you got every green light, every green light until you got home, that would make you happy, right? Because you didn't have to stop. That's just a momentary feeling of happiness. But it's, it's predicated on a circumstance. Joy, on the other hand, isn't predicated on circumstances. It's something that the Lord gives you and fills you with. doesn't matter your circumstance. You can carry joy wherever you go, in the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want to turn your attention to Luke chapter 2, and that's, that's where I'm going to be reading from this afternoon. Luke chapter 2, and I'm going to start reading in verse 8. We're going to read the, what's called the, the Christmas uh, story, you know, the nativity scene. 
How many have a nativity scene at their home or have yet to put it up, right? So you know what I'm talking about. This is what it's going to be describing today. Starting in Luke chapter 2 and verse 8, and I'm reading out of the NIV version. It says the following, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Say that with me. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Again, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We pray now, God, give us understanding. Give us understanding deep in our spirit that we might be able to not only just read this and hear it, but be able to follow it through, Lord, in our lives. Be able to understand what is it that you're trying to tell me as an individual. So I pray that blessing over each one here today. Give us ears to hear your word and anointing for today's message. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want you to say this with me. The message, the, or excuse me, the message of Jesus is a message of joy. Can you say that with me? The message of Jesus is a message of joy. Joy is something that you and I should have. How many know those people that walk around, bah humbug? You know those people. Uh, I don't see any here today, so that's why I have to ask if you know anybody like that. Because we probably run into them tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. They haven't had their coffee yet. They didn't get enough sleep. Uh, they, need a, they need a Red Bull. Um, you know, they, they and, and the excuses go on and on. Those are the people that don't have any joy. They don't bring it with them, and they certainly need a, a dose of it, don't they? But I want to remind you that Jesus alone is the message of joy. The Jesus of the Bible that you and I read about should bring you joy every day of your life. For years, I used to think that Jesus just wanted to beat me up. I, I always thought that if I get out of line or step out of this way, he's going to hit me over the head with a hammer, spiritually speaking. And um, I, I wouldn't be able because I, I wasn't measuring up to what I thought he was expecting from me. Anybody else feel that way? And I want to remind you today that Jesus doesn't do that. Jesus loves you and cares for you. He wants to fill you with joy. He's not somebody you should be afraid of. In fact, did you catch what the angel said? The angel said before the word joy was mentioned, he said, do not be afraid. Don't fear the Lord, but joy. He's going to bring you joy. He's going to fill you with joy. I think too many people in our world are afraid of a Jesus they don't know. They're fearful of the unknown. But yet, if they only knew him, like you and I know him, if they only knew him, they would appreciate a joy in their, in their spirit. Again, joy is not based upon your circumstances. You can go out of here and have a flat tire on Highway 29. It shouldn't steal your joy. You can go out and run out of gas because you didn't fill it up when your spouse was telling you to fill it up the night before. But it shouldn't steal your joy. Amen? You may be listening to this today and say, Pastor Rick, you don't understand. This year has been difficult for me and my family. 
You don't know what I've gone through. You don't know what so-and-so's done, what I caught them doing, what they told me, and on and on and on. How can I have joy in the middle of that? But the real question is, why aren't you joyful? Why aren't you joyful? You're a believer. You have the greatest news. You've received the greatest news ever given to anybody. That a Savior was born for you. If there had been nobody else on this planet, He would have come for you. I mean, that's how much God loves you. He would have come just for you. But you know why we aren't joyful? It's because of this. It's because of the tension of expectations. Expectations will steal our joy. Let me share with you a little story. Years ago, I think it was 2012, 2012, um, my daughter Bianca had just started to learn to play keyboard and she was playing at the Foothill Church in Napa. And so she had asked for a Christmas gift. Dad, Dad, I want a keyboard. I want a keyboard. And, you know, how many know keyboards aren't cheap? They're not just your, you know, regular little, little gifts. So Anna and I, we put some money together and we bought her a keyboard. But I believe if... If I'm thinking correctly, we actually held it at my sister-in-law's house, a glorious house. She held on to it until the day before Christmas. And then we grabbed the present because you know what kids do, right? They go snooping around. They go into the closets when they don't see it under the tree. I mean, she was expecting to see this long keyboard like this, a box, a package. But there was nothing like that (laughs) under the tree. So Christmas morning came. And she's opening up her presents. Raquel's opening up her presents. And we got them a, a lot of, you know, little presents. And then you could just clearly see, you know, she was younger teenager at that time. And she's like, I'm not going to get a keyboard. And then I went into the bedroom where I had placed it, grabbed the big box, brought it out. And all of a sudden, you should have seen her face light up. It just lit up. She tore that thing apart. Like she had just won the lottery and she opened that box up and she was so happy. She was joyful, right? She was joyful. Now, why I tell you that, though, is just like that, her attitude turned from being disappointed to extreme joy. But as a young child, still a young teenager, she still hadn't discovered that your circumstances shouldn't dictate your joy. I want to remind you today as an adult hear that I'm speaking to you as adults, don't let anybody, don't let your circumstances dictate to you if you have joy or not. Because we all face issues. We all face troubles of all kinds. Amen? Here's what I want to tell you today. Joy grows when we trade expectations for gratitude. Joy grows when we trade expectations for gratitude. What, what does that mean? That means being thankful even where you're at. Hey, I got my hours cut back. I'm thankful I got a job. Hey, I got 200,000 miles on my truck. I'm thankful I got a vehicle. Hey, I got, I got, uh, I just cleaned out my closet and I don't have enough space to put my shoes in. Thank God for my shoes. Amen. Amen. What is your attitude? Is it an attitude of gratitude? That really is what deposits joy into your spirit. Let me remind you of another scripture when Jesus came and how their perception of Jesus was different than what they thought. 
In John chapter 7, the Gospel of John chapter 7, verse 40 through 44 is where I'm going to be reading from. It says this, When the crowds heard Jesus' words, some said, This man really is a prophet. Others said, He's the Messiah. But others said, How could he be the anointed one since he's from American Canyon or Galilee? That's what they were saying. That's really what they were saying. He's from the other side of the tracks. That's what they were saying. Don't the scriptures say that he will be one of David's descendants and be born in Bethlehem, the city of David? So the crowd was divided over Jesus. Some wanted him arrested, but no one dared to lay a hand on him. See, when Jesus was, was coming, was arriving on the scene, people were expecting, they had misconceptions in their minds. Some people thought he was going to be this way and speak in a kingly manner, that he was going to establish his throne on this earth to reign forevermore. And so they were disappointed in that. Others thought, well, he's the Messiah, which was accurate. And, but, but there were others that didn't have joy anymore because what they thought was going to come was not the case. Has that ever happened to you and I? Of course it has. But don't allow our situation this year, COVID-19, a possible lockdown, quarantine, whatever you want to call it here in a couple of weeks, two or three weeks they're saying, don't let that steal your joy. You can still be joyful in the middle of all that. Amen? You can still be joyful. Because they didn't like what they were seeing in, in this Jesus, some of the people turned against them, and because of that, they weren't joyful. God, help us to be joyful in the middle of what we're going through, in the middle of our situation. Let me remind you right now that the scripture I read at the outset, the very first scripture found in Mark, it proclaims that Jesus came to bring joy into this world. Has he brought joy into your life? Has he brought joy into your life? Tap that person next to you. If someone's close to you, tell them, you've brought joy into my life. Amen. Brought joy into my life. He does know how tough it's been. God knows how tough it's been. Broken legs. Hours cut back. Strained relationships because of a lot of togetherness. I get it. We've all had to go through that same process. All of us have. But Jesus is still your joy. Whether it's your marriage, whether it's your family, whether it's your job, Jesus still fills your tank with joy. In each of these areas of our life, we all have expectations. All of us do. And we have a reality. We have reality checks. Aren't you thankful for reality checks? Here's the question I have for you. Are you so focused on the sorrow of your life, on the things that have gone wrong this year, that you're missing out on all the joy God's given you right in front of you? You know, we, we could, you know, here for church, for example, we've been in the school for years. We were in the school. We would set up, tear down, in a multi-purpose room for years. And my, my prayer has always been, Lord, give us a church of our own that we can have, that we can, we can ha have and call our own. Now, I can complain and say, Lord, you gave us a church building, but it's not ours. But do you see how wrong that would be? I'd be complaining. Here I was asking, Lord, give us a church building, a place where we could have fellowship, have food afterward, have classrooms for kids. 
And what does God do? He gives us all that. Amen. And here I would be complaining that it's not, but it's not our building, Lord. I want our own building where we can grow it and we can design it how we want it, how we can decorate it how we want it. But the Lord is saying, hey, learn to be content and joyful in the circumstances you have right now. So what is it right now that is bothering you? Because there's something always churning in our minds and in our spirits that sometimes gets us off track. We have to remember, Lord, I'm grateful to you, first of all. I'm grateful for what you've given me, what you've, how you've blessed my family. I have healthy dogs right here. Healthy dogs that, that live in my home, that bring a smile to my face every day because they come running to me when I open that door. Right? Any dog owner knows that. That's a blessing right there. That should bring you joy right there. But pastor, that's a simple blessing. It is. God doesn't do anything by accident. He does those things because he loves you. He loves you and I. Amen? Now, here's what I want you to begin to declare in your life. I, I heard this years ago before I even go there. This one minister, and it wasn't his phrase, but you may have heard this said before. But he said one day, he said, today is the first day of the rest of your life. How many have ever heard that before? Nobody. Okay. Well, I want to remind you today. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to choose to be joyful? Or are you going to choose to dwell on how bad 2020 was and how it stole what you could have had this year? How maybe you had been planning to save up more money and your hours got cut back? Or how maybe you've been working so much because of COVID-19, you had to work more hours, which is taking you away from your family. There's always something to complain about, right? But what are you choosing to do? But here's what I wanted to mention. Here's what I want you to begin to declare in your, in your spirit. I don't know why that happened in my past, but from this day forward, I have joy in Jesus, who has a beautiful present and a future for me. Do you believe that? Do you believe that today? That he has a beautiful present and a future for you? So it doesn't matter what happened in the past. God already forgave you of that anyways. God already forgot about that. In fact, he filed it away and threw it into that sea of forgetfulness, the Bible says. Never to be held against you again. Never to be remembered against you again. And you're still holding on to that. But Lord, I wanted this to happen and it didn't happen. Let joy speak through you. Let joy fill you. Amen? Joy isn't something you can have. It's also not just a, uh, something you can have. It's a place of safety and a place you can retreat to. See, when, when, when the world hits you, smacks you upside down, when you go back to work tomorrow, or maybe it's when you go home, I don't know, but let joy be a place that you can retreat to. Let's say you, you get home and, or you get to work tomorrow. And you say, I've got joy, joy, joy down in my soul today. I've got joy, joy, joy. I mean, you can keep going and people are going to be looking at you going, why are you smiling? It's Monday. You haven't even had your coffee yet. I don't need coffee to bring me joy. And, and that's what the Lord wants to remind you today. You can have joy in the middle of your circumstances. You can have joy wherever you're at. As I begin to close, I want to also remind you, when you choose joy, you choose greatness in your life. You really do. You choose greatness in your life. 
Well, this Christmas you may be home alone. It may be just your four and no more. But you can also be joyful. Be joyful. Be joyful. Amen? I don't care who it is in your house. It could be the two of you. It could be one of you. You can still have joy in your heart today. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 8. Scripture I'll quote often here. The Bible reminds us and it says this. Rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's the King James Version where it says joy unspeakable and full of glory. I love the way it says that. Joy unspeakable. In other words, it's such a joy. I don't have even words to describe it. I don't even have words that can contain it when I want to share that with someone. Do you know what I'm talking about today? It's a joy that only comes from Almighty God because He loves you. It's when you say, Lord, I choose you. I'm thankful for all that you've done for my life. And when you're appreciative to Almighty God like that, He fills you with joy. He just pours more out, pours more out, pours more out into your spiritual tank. The Word of God declares that you can have this joy, this joy unspeakable and full of glory. My final question to you for for today is this. Is there an area of your life that you need to adjust to choose joy? Do you not have it because there's an area that has consumed you and has prevented you from having joy? And only you know that. God knows that. And maybe that's why you're here today and you have to hear this. You have to hear it from Pastor Rick to tell you, focus on Him. Take your eyes off of that mess that you've been consumed with, on that trial that you've been consumed with, and say, Lord, you still are my joy. In the middle of this circumstance, you still bring me joy. Amen? Why don't you stand with me at this time? I'm going to close, and I want to pray for you. How many want to have joy this year? Yes. I think all of you want to have joy this year. It's very different, this, this uh, season that we're in, this December. And uh, today it's Home Alone, Be Joyful. Next week I'll be, continue this series. But be joyful, people. Be joyful. You are the light of Christ. Wherever you go, that joy speaks volumes to other people around you. It infects people just as much as your sorrowful attitude can. It can affect people, infect people. Be joyful. Tell them, I'm a child of the King. That's why I have so much joy. I've been forgiven. I have a new hope and a new future, a new life in Christ Jesus. He's directing my paths. He's protecting my family. He's guided me through 2020. And I can't wait for 2021 to see what happens. I'm excited. Let's pray. Father in heaven, again, I I thank you for this wonderful day. I thank you that you've given us joy. And I believe I I have joy unspeakable and full of glory because you've poured it into my life. You've poured it in in the form of blessings with my family, my wife, my children, my brother, my sisters and their families, their spouses, their children. You've poured it through my life, through this church, Lord, through the relationships we have found in, in each of these believers here today and those that couldn't be with us. Lord, I pray your blessing upon those that are watching online, upon those that are here today physically. I pray, Father, 
fill their spiritual tank with joy. May they focus on you today and take their eyes off of that problem they're having and focus on joy. Lord, the problem's still there, but Lord, you can give us a joyful tank, a spiritual attitude during that whole trial. We can walk around with joy because we know we can trust you that you're going to take care of us. So Father, from my left to my right, I pray your blessing upon them. I pray fill every home with joy that they would experience you this year, a closeness, a joy like never before. Let it be a, a joy-filled holiday season, Christmas season in each of their homes this year, Father. And as always, Lord, we pray a blessing over everyone. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Have a great, wonderful Sunday and be filled with joy. Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.